Hello and welcome to ACS Chemical Biology's podcast for July 2012. I'm Jay Suarez, Managing Editor for the Journal. I encourage you to stop by our ACS Chemical Biology community site on the ACS Network by visiting www.acscbcommunity.com. Also, I'm happy to announce that we have a new expert in our Ask the Expert section. David Spiegel from Yale University will serve as our expert on synthetic immunology for the month of July. Please feel free to stop by our community site and ask questions. The current issue of ACS Chemical Biology features 20 research papers, including an excellent review by who else but David Spiegel. His review covers some of the latest advances in synthetic immunology. We are now joined by Lei Wang from the Salk Institute for Biological Studies in La Jolla, California, author of a recent manuscript in the current issue of ACS Chemical Biology, which reports the incorporation of unnatural amino acids into C. elegans. Hi, Lei. Hi. So, to start off, why is it important to incorporate unnatural amino acids into multicellular organisms? Well, by incorporating unnatural amino acids, we can selectively introduce new chemical or physical properties into proteins in vivo. So these new properties provide a novel means to us to investigate and manipulate biological processes. Although single cells are very valuable models for many biological studies, it is important to use multicellular organisms to research development, differentiation, cancerous transformation, intercellular communication, and so on and so forth. Therefore, the ability to put unnatural amino acids into a multicellular organism will enable us to address complex biological questions with great chemical precision that is not possible before. Okay, so could you then briefly describe your approach to expanding the genetic code of C. elegans? Into the chromosome of C. elegans, we integrate three exogenous genes, including a tRNA, a synthetase, and a gene of interest. We then put a stop codon, TAG, into the gene of interest to specify where the unnatural amino acid should be incorporated. We feed the transgenic worms with unnatural amino acids. Then inside of the worm cells, the new synthetase will charge the tRNA with the unnatural amino acid. The loaded tRNA recognizes the TAG stop codon and puts the unnatural amino acid into the target protein at the position specified by the TAG codon. So using this approach, an unnatural amino acid can be genetically encoded like natural amino acids. Okay, so then I'm just curious, what would you say were the biggest challenges with this project? Well, the big challenge for us was to efficiently co-express the new genetic components including, I mentioned before, the tRNA synthetase and the gene of interest. In worms, this is a particular challenge. We have to make sure that all these genetic components be integrated with a 100% transmission rate so that we can achieve uniform unnatural amino acid incorporation in all animals with high efficiency. So to do this, we identified appropriate promoters for exogenous gene expression, integrated the genes into the genome worms, and discovered new ways to deliver unnatural amino acids inside worms. We then exploited the effects of non-sense-mediated mRNA-DK phenomenon and made stable transgenic animals. Only after all this hard work, the resulting worms are capable of unnatural amino acid incorporation robustly and reliably. 
Okay, so you touched upon this briefly in the last question, but I'm curious as to the plausibility of taking this approach to other multicellular organisms. I think our approach can be generally applied to other multicellular organisms. We took into consideration of many complications that are common to multicellular organisms in this work, such as tRNA expression, gene transmission, bioavailability, and the metabolism of unnatural amino acids, cell and the tissue specificity, nonsense mediated mRNA decay, toxicity issue, and so on. So the strategies we developed for addressing these challenges in C. elegans should be valuable in guiding us to expand the genetic code of many other multicellular organisms, in my opinion. That sounds great, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you. To learn more about our authors of the manuscripts in the current issue, please see our Introducing Our Authors section on the web. This month, we feature 18 young scientists, Miles Dillon, David Ferrero, Stephanie Frisch, Jean Gauvin, Sung Wook Jung, Ronald Jenkins, Cam Lau, Graziano Lolli, Mateo Sanchez Lopez, Mark Mabanglo, Edward Motea, Angela Parrish, Julie Pollock, Stephanie Ravo, Malgorzata Sierra, Go Sugiarto, Benjamin Weger, and Meltem Weger. Read this section and get a younger chemical biologist's perspective on their research. We continue to describe chembioglossary terms on the air. This month's key phrase is sialic acids, which are a family of alpha keto acids with a nine carbon backbone. These compounds are commonly found as terminal carbohydrates on glycoproteins and glycolipids, or in capsular polysaccharides and lipopolysaccharides of pathogenic bacteria. For more information on sialic acid, please refer to the manuscript by Shi Chen. That's it for this month's show. Join us again next month for more ACS Chemical Biology highlights and interviews with our authors. To learn more about the journal, please visit us at www.acschemicalbiology.org. Thanks to all of you for listening.